2: Hello and welcome to the European Podcast. My name is Richard
0: Porritt, and I'm joined by Steve Anglesey. Hello, snowflakes. How are you, Steve? I'm well. I'm excited. It's been an exciting week. We've we've had we we had a lull, didn't
2: we, where we nothing happened just after conference, and we were scraping around a little bit. And since then, week on week, it's been nuts.
0: Yes, apart from I mean, there's a Christmas oh, well, lull, Christmas wasn't there? Obviously, obviously, when everyone
2: I filled that, didn't I? With did. my skill set, whereas you, you were off skiing Comes or whatever off, it was. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to do the news first, and there's plenty of it. But in that news, we're going to do. I think it's a, a time to put our foot on the ball.
0: It's time for quiet reflection. Yeah.
2: So we're going to do a, a bit of q and A, Q&A, aren't we? We're going to try and answer. We don't what know what happens next. We're we don't going don't to do. We don't answer. We don't know the answers to a lot of these questions, but we'll try. Yeah. Uh, and then we will speak to Jerry about what a well. Don't want to give too much away, but we're not over the moon with some of Labour's manoeuvres. No. So we'll speak about that. And then, of course, we will crown another Brexiteer of the Week. We will. As usual. We will. Let's start off with Theresa May, though, Steve. Uh, I, I, I love the... I mean, I think we all at this point know what happened, so there's no point probably going into what happened. But I love the um, there is no chaos, there's no panic, as she <laughs> calls an emergency <laughs> statement on the steps of Downing Street at 10 o'clock at night.
0: With two pencils stuck up... Um, a peach, a stuck a peach, pencil <laughs> stuck peach nostril, yeah. At one point, she's going to call a press conference, isn't she, to announce that she's standing down immediately to become a Buddhist monk and work in a cat cafe but in Osaka. That, but by that But no-one no. will turn up. <laughs> the they the just go, it's another, exactly, it's another dull press conference.
2: reason says panic more than, more than let's have a statement on Downing Street to me, because normal Prime Ministers
0: don't do them. I can't. She's always just standing out in the middle of the street. In though, the isn't dark. She? If you and I stood out in the middle of our street at 10pm well, at ten PM, just I'd just get mugged. Repeating the same phrases over and over again. And Actually I'd fit in. I'd, I'd be sectioned and you'd be, that's right, you'd meet quite a few new friends where you live. But it's, you know. Somebody needs to, remember when they would say, there's a press conference outside yeah. Downing Street, yeah, yeah. and you would get all excited. Well, I you? remember very well, and I'm sure some of our
2: listeners remember very well, when we were told it was about 25 past nine, Ooh, there's a lectern going outside <laughs> <street>. <laughs> the whole of the world's media dashed to Downing Street. I remember what a, a friend of the podcast was was given very short shrift by me, shouted at, in fact, to yes. get back to her desk and get ready because we were about to have a general election. And there was a general election. Now, if she did that, we'd all go. <sighs> here, mean, we go.
0: here we go again. Yeah. Here we
2: go again. Er, nothing has changed. There's no
0: chaos. We continue as we were. <sighs> it's just—it's incredible, isn't it? Somebody needs to tell her that there is. Has she not heard of Twitter, <laughs> where you can, or Instagram? Feeling, you know, I've there's been- no chaos. Yeah, you could just, just put people. a little update on my social media channels. She could do a story, couldn't she, of her and Arthur Askey just, you know, <laughs> sitting watching... <laughs> on the
2: sofa going, just no panic.
0: Exactly, we're but fine. She, no, no, she but likes no. to do it in the old-fashioned way. Right, get the lectern yeah. out. Yeah, don't I know, panic. I know I know somebody, I know a, a guy called Robert who is one of her, I think he works in a sort of social media team. Right. And um, You're not I, about to do Robert over, are you? And he no, but I'm wondering whether it's his response. He's because he's quite a slender lad. And I'm wondering whether it's his responsibility. To, Robert, get the lectern out. <laughs> I feel something. Oh, no, Are late. we having the badge on or not? <laughs> it's a bit late, isn't it? Badge on, thought so. No, go on. The badge is on. Yeah, and and uh, so he has to do it. And I, 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 I but I say this because I saw him on Instagram going, "Oh yeah, we're back in the street again." <laughs> so he's using another so late night. Yeah, yeah. So he's doing it. But you can just,
1: she could have a word
0: with with Mr. Trump, couldn't she? He, could do, he could do it for her. He could do it for her. He could make a bit of dough out
2: of that, couldn't he? he exactly. That'd if if, she, start, get if she started tweeting
0: more kid. regularly, and it just said, "It said failing, failing <laughs> says we're in chaos." Sad. <laughs> Bingley, no chaos. Then you would know who. Then you would know who was behind it.
2: <laughs> it's an option for number ten. And Robert, if you are listening, which I'm sure you are, maybe put it to the boss.
0: But just. Just get, just do some, just do some tweeting or, go, you know, Snapchat where all the kids are.
2: So let's do a quick
0: recap. It was a huge, crushing defeat. Oh, it was great, wasn't it? It was good when they all went ooh. Yeah, on Tuesday. I, I mean, the I eyes to the right.
2: I love. That, I love that MPs are so rubbish at maths that they have to wait for the second lot. You know, it's uh, you know, the the um, the eyes to the right. Two hundred and two. What could happen? Well, ooh. Oh, it could be close. You know. I mean, even
0: I could do the math then. It would be good, wouldn't it? Would it make it more exciting if they did the old? The, the drum roll like, all right. like when you're at the you know the work awards do and people <laughs> and the winner is and they all started doing that beating on the little desks I thought that it might be good if phantom Deck were brought in I mean
2: I don't want to br- we, we spoke last week about breaking the precedent and I wouldn't suggest we yeah. did that wholly I think they should have to be in the public gallery wouldn't want them actually in the chamber Yeah. but they could go oh the eyes to the right it might be you <laughs> <laughs> I'm Trying to think, you know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think how we can build up. I'm sure brittle, it's the best thing- way
0: to ease Ant back into it, into the, <laughs> <laughs> into the, the subsidised bars of the. Oh no, the I've commons. got in
2: trouble about this before. I can't not speak about uh, it on deck.
0: No, don't. No, um, but. Um, but yeah, it it, it was a, it was a moment of high drama, wasn't it? Division. Yeah, I love that. That's his that's sort of his unlock. That's his seven, isn't it? He's brilliant. he's he's very good at that. He's he's brilliant at division. Do you know what did you see that interview with Liam Gallagher last year or I think it was last year, wasn't it, where he said he was a big fan of John Burko, and they said what do you what do you particularly like about him and he said I really like the way he says Sir Edward Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Leo's getting better at Who will get to uh, later on, Sir Edward Lee? So that crushing, of course,
2: in any normal time... Yes. ...that would be the end of that. Uh, But then in any normal time, that would have been the end of that some time ago. She carries on, of course. We're going to talk about Labour, but then we had the vote on her confidence. She won that. Yeah. Um, That wasn't really never in doubt, was it? And then she made this statement, and here we are. So... So? That... We'll probably get on to what next when we do the Q&A, but Ther- yeah, yeah. that's been a full week for Theresa May. Yeah. What about... What's all our neighbour been up to, though? Well, he's probably a cat amongst the pigeons, hasn't he? Do you reckon... I'll tell you a little story, right? Go on. I was with a friend earlier this week, yeah. and um, we were watching TV. Yeah. Um, not, Your friend. Not my friend and yours. Yeah. Not at, um, not at my posh city centre apartment. No. But at my friend's house. Oh, right. OK. And... All of a sudden, the almost almighty row starts taking place through the wall. Oh, yeah. And for the next hour... Next door? Yeah, next door, We decided not to entertain ourselves with what was on TV, but entertain ourselves by putting glass against the wall and listening. To oh, this. really? And we even took sides. It was a, a husband and wife. Okay. They were arguing about, about, well, problems with the kids, as you often do. Oh. and we, we took sides and I wonder if that kind of thing happens in, between number 10 and That'd number 11 that would be
0: exciting wasn't it do you
2: reckon that they're listening in Phil's having a bit of a barney with well maybe work related because they all work and live together and you know I mean do you reckon that, yes I think that probably does yeah or do you reckon that number 10 certainly in the Blair and Brown days employed someone to sit there with, the with a glass, the glass against the, against the wall because that was their job what's
0: he saying now uh, so, I don't know something about Sir Cliff Richard <laughs>
2: What well, um, has he been saying? F- spreadsheet Phil. Maybe this. Maybe this leak
0: actually came from someone listening at the wall. Maybe it came from Spreadsheet Phil. Who knows? <laughs> you know. <laughs> he's been uh, he's been classed as a rogue element, hasn't he? A rogue element by uh, by the Tory that, Brexiteers. That could be a, a vehicle for him. Rogue element. Yeah. With Philip Hammond, <laughs> like the sort of the born identity. <laughs> you know, Philip Hammond is rogue element. This fall, don't miss <laughs> Rogue Element. In a world where nothing is certain.
2: <laughs> and he'd like I reckon he'd roll out of a passing car and be straight into a pose where he's pointing a gun.
0: Rogue element. The yeah. Chancellor's gone
2: rogue. I think it It'd be, be amazing, a, wouldn't it? It'd be it'd be like a mix between Biggles. Yes. Um when they tried to make it sexy. Yes. Um
0: the equalizer old version. Old version with Woodward. And perhaps Cat's eyes. I'm seeing it more as a sort of more like clear and present danger or the those what are those Gerald Butler films, So and So Has Fallen and he's kind of he's gone rogue, he's, he's he's rogue element. He's working he's working within the government, but he's a bit like No Way Out with Kevin Costner with the great oh the great Swiss ending in, in No Way great.
2: Out. Well, well, well I mean, Phil, stuff something to, to think about post politics. So perhaps.
0: basically what is so so what he said, this was in a phone call, wasn't it? This was a a conference call. A conference call to business types leaked, supposedly
2: yeah. uh, obtained by the Daily Telegraph.
0: Mm.
2: He was speaking to eleven business leaders. This was, um, I think, I think the next morning. I think Tuesday morning after the after the vote. Yes. Uh, sorry, Wednesday morning. The after morning the after the night before. Yeah. yeah. And, and he uh, said that an order Brexit could be taken off the table. An Article Fifty could be rescinded.
0: Yeah. You did. Well, everyone would clap. He did, and it's really—I love this because it's really annoyed all the right people, hasn't it? I mean, it's—it's—it's. It's, it's, David Davis is furious because he is still holding out on this line that the EU will crumble any day now. Anytime time, just give in to our. Any time. I know he said it would happen on the first day. It's coming. But he, but he's he's still holding out to this thing that you can't take no deal off the table. The EU are ready to crumble. We need they need well, they need us more than we need them. Yeah, Boris obviously. Johnson is annoyed I, I've got because quite. he basically wants no deal, doesn't he? But he's saying also the other thing that he he says, and Philip Hammond has rightly said in this. Philip Hammond said some people are saying that we could just do do this deal, get this same deal through by removing the. Irish backstop from it, and yeah. he said, "This this is absolute nonsense. The yeah. EU will never stand <clears throat> for it because Ireland will never stand for it." And that is something that Boris Johnson said um, straight after the uh, straight after the May's humiliating defeat. And I've got to say, the, the, Boris Johnson said this in the in the uh, in the the lobby, cameras in the in the sort of the the, the uh, outside just outside, um, but inside Parliament, and um, and. It, it, it then cut back, Sky then cut back to their distinguished panel and uh, one panel member said, they said, what do you think of this? And, and she said, Boris Johnson has completely taken leave of his senses and if Isabel Oakeshott can say you have <laughs> taken leave of your senses it is time to get some new material and think, about your, think of, have a think about your life, Boris. Before we
2: get back to Philip Hammond, I'd like to speak about Boris in the lobby. What did you did you did you notice
0: anything in particular about Boris in the lobby? Well, he's smartened up a little bit, hasn't he? And a, any, and a, anything else? Well, we had a little thing on his head, didn't he? he had a, he seems to have a little cut on his head, which he? I thought was quite. Yeah, I wondered how that had been. Well, I didn't notice that, but
2: yeah. I I have.
0: Uh, he's slimmed down. Right, he's got okay, a new haircut. We go.
2: He's, he's smartened up, slimmed down. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. We know, and in fact, very quickly after I saw him, I was watching the Beebs coverage. But very soon after he spoke to the Beeb, which was just after Matt Hancock got an absolute roasting on the Beeb. Yeah, um, I I asked a source, um, what what had contributed to Boris's new haircut and oh yeah uh, and um, spelt that's hmm. not but slimmed yeah. down figure, and I was told, and I I made a, a particular suggestion. Yes. Yeah. But I was told that he's back on his bike, back
0: exercising. He's exercising regularly. Mm, Wonder
2: why? I don't know. Can't think. think. What's your favourite type
0: of fruit? Uh, The kumquat. (laughs) I like
2: apples. (laughs) Do you like apples? (laughs) Anyway, back to Hammond. Um, He he began the call supposedly by explaining that the the defeat, that May's defeat, raised raised two questions. Uh, How can Article Fifty be revoked, or can it be? Yes, and whether we can somehow take No Deal off the table, this strikes me as
0: sensible. A sensible person on the front bench. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I know it's incredible, isn't it? It is incredible. But of course, the other people, the other the other group of people that is annoyed are the, the sort of the No Deal fantasists, aren't mm-hmm. they? David mm-hmm. Davis is actually a No Deal fantasist, he isn't is, he? And yeah, so yeah. is Boris Johnson, but they're pretending not to be. But Jacob Rees-Mogg is furious about Philip Hammond's intervention here. Um, so, uh, But yes, it, it, it appears to be uh, it's, sensible. It's so sensible <laughs> that none of the Brexiteers will ever agree with it. It is uh, somewhat nonsensical. So, so, Tell me about this poll. Well, it's good news, isn't it? For uh, It's more good news for, for those of us who support the, uh, the, well, the idea of remaining in the EU and support a people's vote. Um, what, it actually, um, what it actually all means... As mm. people from the left and the right continue to frustrate the idea of a, a people's vote let alone you know the idea that we would ever just remain in the EU yeah. um, unilaterally um, so this was a
2: thousand, thousand people rice it's uh, youGov so it's you know it's it's, it's not just uh, one guy on his telephone yeah and fifty six percent this was done on wednesday so when you say
0: you gov it's not someone just going <laughs> Hey, you gov come over here and, no, no. and tell me what you think <laughs> no that would no, be the, good though. the polling firm
2: 56% of people who were quizzed it's only 1000 people but you know that's not not an awful um, amount would now stay in the eu 44% would leave and i think that there are i mean we have seen a general shift away from leave since yes. since the referendum but the ca- the chaos the scene, I mean, I don't know. A very good friend of mine uh, lives in Germany. It's mm. um, written for The New European before. He sent me a screen grab of their um, serious news channel. Uh, and they have got a logo. They had the new Brexit logo done up. Uh, and the, their coverage on uh, on Tuesday evening of Theresa May getting defeated. And the logo is a Union Jack shoe. Oh, yes. With someone pointing a gun at the toes. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I saw that too, yeah. I mean... And that's what Europe think of us—that we are shooting ourselves in the foot. That's right. And uh, but and I think maybe some people are starting to think that we did vote leave are starting to think I didn't realise it would be this chaotic. I didn't realise w- that we were so inept that we can't even get to this stage. Um, that leads me to the question: that is this all a big conspiracy? And Theresa May has being rubbish on purpose because she's actually a Remainer. Well, that would be she brilliant, is. wouldn't it? And if at the end she. Finally, he goes
0: all right. People's vote, and she goes da da. Did it on purpose. It. Agent May, come in. Agent May, your work here is done. <laughs> that would be great, but seems unlikely. So, what happens next? That's a very good question. What happens next? Well, uh, maybe you can answer that question for us. Well, we know the we know the date of the next vote now. Twenty of January. Yeah. Seems like a bit of a long way away, really. Well, it seems a bit of a long way away, especially since. Theresa May was ordered by Parliament to return within so three working days. Is she going to come back in three working days and see the vote will be on the 29th of June? And they, Andrea Leadsom is going to come back on Monday, and this is being hailed by the right wing as um, as Andrea Leadsom has outsmarted Dominic Grieve and John Burko. This right. is what they are clinging to now. Leadsom um, for leader. Leadsom for leader. Yeah. Um, and uh, so the can has been kicked again. This time by um, that can. Oh, it's taken a kick in. Hasn't <laughs> it really it? has taken a kick in. It has taken a real big kick in. Um, so, no, so come, they'll come back on Monday and say this is what we're intending to do, but obviously the detail will be scant, won't it? And then, I mean. we'll, and then we won't be voting on it again for another, um, another eight days, which is remarkable. And that takes us that, to just eight weeks, and that means that nothing really is going to happen, does it? In in between, then there can't really be any anything else can happen, can it? Don't think so. No, I think there will be some kind of stasis. Yes, is it stasis quo? I like that. <laughs> that would be good. Um. <laughs> now, there's some, been some question that about whether this vote will actually be allowed at all because. I'm told that you can't you can't introduce the same Yes. You can't basically you can't vote on something twice, twice in the same session of Parliament. I believe that to be correct, but we're getting to the edge of my knowledge here. So the speaker could say we could have a second vote on it anyway, even though it is the same. Well he or, does what he wants now, doesn't he Or that he does what <laughs> is that the new challenge he I does? do what I, I want. want. I want. Division! Sir Ed Um He's funny, isn't he? Do you know what? When you see him from the side, looking to one way or the other, with his little, <coughs> little hair all up, he looks awfully like Woodstock, Snoopy's little he do, mouth. He
2: absolutely does. I've thought that before.
0: He's got, a little, also, he's got quite Sally a beaky do, little nose, not it? he? It's like when... I think she ruffles it with the old yeah. product in the so, morning, doesn't she? So
2: like when you've got like a seven or eight year old Son, yeah. and mum decides it's time for him to get a trendy haircut yeah, and he has yeah, to yeah. wear
0: gel, but he does it all right. He Come here and let me do Come that here, for yeah, 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 he looks like, um, when, when you've just been to the barbers, when you've taken your son to the barbers, and they say, sense? Shall I put something on a little bit of product in that? And they go, Yeah, yeah, mate, and then he comes up all gelled up. <laughs> you, look yeah,
2: like yeah. You, you look like you're doing the crap boy band,
0: <laughs> <laughs> he does look a bit like that. <laughs> Um bless him. Uh, so he could so he could say it's okay, but they could they basically have to make some substantial change to it. It can't really be it the same. It can't just thing. be um
2: we've added a comma into paragraph seven of uh, four b yeah page we spell
0: sixty two spelled the title wrong <laughs> we deliberately have, we have
2: removed the z's
0: and replaced them with s's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to make it more old or done that F instead of double S like in the in the fourteenth century. I bet Sir Edward Sir Edward Lee he would like that wouldn't I'll
2: he? I bet if uh, I bet when he does private members bills Reese <laughs> <laughs> he writes it. No. All in
0: Latin. No. <laughs> um, so, so, so. I mean, there there is going to be this vote. What, what can Theresa May possibly do to 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 win this vote? Uh, well, I, I mean, my you could do a dancing. Could, well, it's
2: worked previously. <laughs> I, mean, I I was asked on numerous occasions on on Tuesday what my prediction was going to be numbers wise. Yeah. and I was willing to go as low as 65 and as high as about 160 Yes, it's a good job my political insight is right on yeah, track yeah, there yeah. isn't it but my thinking was that a lot of people were going to a lot of MPs who were opposed would at the end go she's going to get beat I'm going to so abstain gonna, rather than yeah. and <laughs> they didn't did they yeah. which tells you a lot about the, the feeling against this deal so if she can sort out the backstop I think that really is
0: the biggest. I'll just sort that out. That'll be fine.
2: (laughs) That is the that is the thing. I mean, it's about ten years in uh, the room. Yeah, I mean, everything else feels like deck chairs on the Titanic. Yes, it is. You know, going to come down to the backstop. If she can, if she can get to a point that can please, I don't think she's going to get to a point that will please the E.R.G. or the you know some of the other extremists, but. If she can get to a point where there is something moves on that, which makes sure that Ireland is Northern Ireland, you know, is not different from the rest of the UK, then I think she could probably win the vote, to be perfectly honest. Yes. But yes, a very difficult. It's I mean, it's difficult. taken her a long time to do it. Why? Why should she suddenly be able to do it in the next eight weeks?
0: Exactly. Well, in the next eight days, rather. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, yeah. Quite. In the yeah, next yeah, eight yeah. Days. She's going to have to do it in the next eight days. Because then, all
2: the time, the EU was saying, "We're not. This is the deal.
0: Yeah. There is no more. So let's let's assume that she loses. But let's just look at the two other amendments that are likely to. Yeah, be... I mean, there's yeah. likely to be quite a few amendments put down. There might even be a. People's Vote uh, Amendment put down, which we can discuss um, later on. Um, Labour are going to put down an amendment, including the full membership of the Customs Union, it sounds like, a close relationship with the single market. I don't know what that means. Uh, Is that like special friends? And being (laughs) friends friends with with benefits, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And enhanced protection for workers and consumer rights after leaving the EU, which sounds sort of like, it's like vague Norway, isn't it? Vague Norway. It's, that sounds it, like it. That sounds like a <laughs> sounds like a genre of indie music. Vague Norway. I like Vague Norway. I like shoegaze. Well, no, I like uh, Vague Norway. It would be a bit shoegazy, yeah. It would be. It's a, it's a, has that got a chance of winning? I, th- I really don't know. I don't I, think the Conservatives are going to vote with Jeremy no, Corbyn. No, they're I, not going to no. vote for Labour. And to be honest, Labour will probably sleep in and forgot to put the amendment down. So that's probably got no chance of winning. But we can come back to Norway as well. It looks almost certain that there will be an anti No Deal. So I think that probably wins. has got a chance of winning. Um, I, I, I think that there uh, of getting. To, I think there is a majority for No Deal. To a majority against no-deal. against deal. No Deal. Yeah. Yes. Because um, of course, you know, we had the Yvette Cooper, Grieve, No Deal, the real leader of the opposition. Exactly. Um, so we had that, but it, uh, but that was about. You know that Parliament's ability to raise taxes in the event of yeah. a no deal and it was a sensible amendment. But yes,
2: I think that we this would need, be a binding it amendment. It needs to be
0: a, a more focused, laser-guided amendment. And I wonder whether that would actually get through, given that the you know the if that Cooper-Grieve one didn't get through by an awful lot. Um, well, I don't know. I, don't... I think that there is there is real concern about a no
2: deal, and rightly so. Yeah. And the other thing is, if if we are not allowed to leave without a deal, if we are not allowed to leave without a deal, then the issue surely is that if we can't agree a deal in time, then we would we would have to extend Article Fifty. I mean, yes,
0: and I think there is, you know, there is a lot of support for that as well. Yes. So, main loses. Let's let's just part those there. But I, you know, I think. I I find it very hard to see the Labour Amendment being passed just because no no Conservatives will vote for it, I don't think, or not many will vote for it. And um, the uh, anti-no-deal amendment, you think it'll get through. I I certainly hope it it gets through, but I'm a bit more sceptical than you. Is there going to be another confidence vote? Immediately um, after May loses, if she loses, because now the Lib Dems are seem to be saying that they're not going to just support Labour if they keep. So, so Labour basically hinted, didn't they, after the, or or even before the confidence vote, that they would just keep on laying uh, more votes of, of confidence. I
2: mean, it's, uh, as far as I'm
0: concerned. That's a waste of time,
2: and we'll get further into Labour, yeah, um, with Jerry because she's been sort of studying the opposition uh, this week for us. I, I guess they probably would, but I think the Lib Dems and the SNP are quite right to say that they're not just they're not just going to continue supporting that confidence vote without a commitment to the to the people's vote. Again, I'll get angry about this in about ten minutes.
0: Yes, good. It's worth noting that. Um, even as we record this and the the Lib Dems and Vince Cable has has basically hinted that he's he's not going to support any future Labour confidence votes without Labour committing to a people's vote and the SNP are sort of hinting the same and and it, it... it is worth noting that social media is now full of people from the left of Labour and the momentum sort of Owen Jones circle saying, "Here we go, the Lib Dems are propping up the Conservatives again, yeah. and this is going to be their uh, their means of attack." Um, Article fifty is going to have to be extended, isn't it? I can't. I, I think there is a consensus now
2: among MPs that that is just going to have to happen. I cannot see how. It, it it can't. Um, John Macdonald nearly went as far as saying as saying that. I think he, he you know, I think he's right. And um, the danger is for for the opposition, I guess, that they want they've got Theresa May just about where they want her, and and they probably would like to see her squirm a bit. But but I think mm. you know if you if you're looking at this from the outside, I think everyone in Brussels thinks that. Article fifty is going to have to be extended. I've said from day dot that the EU will, will agree to that. Yeah, A lot, people keep "Oh well, the EU twenty seven have got to agree." Well, they, they're not. Of course, l- they're going to they're agree. They're going to agree because Brexit uh, is not impacting them as much as us right now. They want to, They want it to work. So why wouldn't they? And why wouldn't we? Why do we have to? Why did we set this ludicrous timetable in the first place? We probably should have done all this before we even triggered Article 50. We should have been doing what we're doing now before we even triggered it.
0: Yeah. Um, do, Do you think there's any way that Theresa May comes out in the next few days and says, actually, we should extend Article 50 and actually... And or actually, we should rule out No Deal, and I'm going to do that. I think.
2: Uh, I think if she well, if she rules out No Deal, she's going to have to extend Article 50 without. Yeah, I mean that kind that, that kind of goes hand in yes, hand. Yes, it does. Yeah. I'd like to think that there is a possibility of that happening.
0: I really would. Uh, I, I mean, Corbyn has said that he's not going to talk to Theresa May unless she rules out a No Deal. I don't know what he's going to say to her think, anyway.
2: When, do you think when he like, if he you, a Tory, her in, uh, like <laughs> that, past
0: each other in the Commons,
2: he sort of puts his hand over his yeah. face and looks the other way. Well, I think he probably does. You know, children. I, I, I think that they're. Well, I mean, let's see. I, I think there is every possibility that in order to to Theresa May, I said it before, I say it again. Theresa May wants to cling to power because she wants to make sure there is not a labor government yes that's what Tories want more than anything else she thinks that if she is toppled there is more chance of of that happening and that would be you know that's end of day stuff for Tories yes so if it means pushing that date back she's I don't think that she she doesn't appear to be that interested in her legacy, does she? Not really, <laughs> so, no. So if it means pushing that date back, uh, yeah, I think she I think she might. I I wouldn't be shocked if she did. Mm. I wouldn't be shocked if she did.
0: Yes, I think she I think she might do. I maybe might. that's the maybe that's the change to the bill. Right. Well, it could be, couldn't it? And then I don't I wonder what that does to the arithmetic. Well, it certainly you can forget about the Brexiteers. Yeah. Bringing those on side, but That's not would you? Happen, but no. would you bring? You know, would would there be? Would it? Would she? Would she wobbly... be trying to create a little split in the Labour ranks?
2: You know, there's there's every possibility. There's lots of Labour MPs who've got who've who got difficult choices. have had difficult choices to make since since the referendum because they represent Leave voting areas. Yes, exactly. Um, and and we Remainers. Exactly. Uh, I mean, some of them, Caroline Flint, for example, have have taken the the, the the sort of Tory route, mm. what the Tories have done, and saying, "Well, I voted Remain. I campaigned hard for Remain, but I respect the will of the people." Yeah, <laughs> we should have a lot of dictionary of this stuff. Great, it wouldn't it? it. Yeah. Um, and it's, but maybe that maybe they would be keen on that. You know, um,
0: I, I I imagine that that would probably work out quite well for some of those guys. Yeah. Uh, Theresa May's legacy is a fascinating thing to contemplate, isn't it? <laughs> I wonder at one. Uh, I wonder when we eventually read Theresa May's memoirs, which I, th- I believe she's got a series of about twelve press conferences lined <laughs> up to read them out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm still still writing them, you know, and then she'll pop back in in the middle uh, of the night. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And um, but I wonder whether she will say, "I did this because th- this latter bit I did because I knew that if I stood down." The next leader of the, the Conservative Party would be a hardline Brexiteer who would lead us into a No Deal uh, exit, which would prove disastrous and would keep the Conservative Party. Well, I Party think that, I mean that's a really good for point. For a couple, of, for a generation, which I think it, all of those things would happen. Th- it would be Johnson or Gove, yeah, yeah, or even Reece Mogg. Yeah, it would yeah, be Johnson, yeah. wouldn't it? I, I think. I thought so. Yeah, and and it would all crash and burn, and they would. Never be trusted. It's not a complete
2: impossibility that that Theresa May, when she steps down as Prime Minister, and I think I think it, I don't think she's going to get what's well, not going to get toppled now is she when she steps down that she actually quits politics as well fairly quickly. Yes, she definitely deserves a walking holiday. Um, yes. Like love her all over, she deserves a holiday. Um, and to I, see and I what think she, she could turn a hand soon next. She she,
0: <laughs> she, <laughs> she has,
2: I, and, and I think if she wants to if she wants any kind of legacy, she's going to have to come out... I think she's going to have to come out all guns blazing. All guns blazing, exactly. Um, yes. And that'd be a great read, because often you pick those up and it's like... You've got to really read between the lines, haven't you? She should come out and go, I'll tell you what I thought of Johnson, I'll tell you what I thought of... Well,
0: because we don't know what she's really thinking, do we? We don't, you know, we don't... Does she really believe half of this rubbish that she says? I don't know. Anyway... sure. Again, look, let's imagine she loses all of this. There's yeah. a no-confidence yeah. thing. There's yeah. a people are manoeuvring. We need to stop Article 50. This thing of Norway is then hoving back into view. People. Yeah. Some people support it on, the, uh, on the, 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 the Tory side. A lot of people support it on the Labour side. Mm-hmm. Owen Jones is mad for it now. He loves it. Mad for it. Uh, he's got a little beard on. He's, yeah, yeah. He's has <laughs> on Norway. On he's got now. the he's got the cable knit jumper on and everything there. Um, and um, and but will the will the EU let us have Norway? I don't know whether they will. Well, we'd have to extend Article 50 and start over so again. we've got to start Article 50. Certainly, Barnier has said Norway Plus is a thing if you want frictionless trade. Yeah.
2: There. The,
0: I'm obviously,
2: as the host of this podcast, a a huge Remainer. Yeah. But there are downsides to Norway. Well, there are. Some quite major ones. Well, there are. They're they're the counter downsides that make me think, we should just stay in the EU.
0: Well... So having to follow everything that the EU does without having any say in what it does. Listen, I I, I was a, I'm a big fan of us being in the EU.
2: I'm not necessarily a big fan of the EU and how it's been managed yes. at certain times. And and would I mean, do we really want to want to hand over all the way, the way you know want to be a rule taker? Yeah, I mean, with that, Madam Brexit, that we—it seems—it seems crazy to me. I think there's a lot of what we need is not a Norway deal. If we have to have any deal at all, yeah. we need to have a Britain deal, <laughs> Britain
0: plus, <laughs> yeah, Britain plus plus plus, and we've not got it. No, we haven't. And get, I think it's unlikely we're going to get it. We haven't got it. I'm fascinated by the 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 arithmetic for Norway plus. Owen Owen, jo- Owen Jones seems to think he that doesn't it's, get a vote though. But he seems to think that it w- it's the only thing that would pass in the Commons. Now, the Brexiteers aren't going to vote for Norway Plus, no. are they? Because red lines, there's gonna, we're going to have to accept, we're going to be paying the EU, we're going to be a rule taker, mm-hmm. and we're going to have to accept freedom of movement. Mm-hmm. So all th- those are three things that they hate. So that rules out all of them from the right and on the left still cost us 39 billion, so they so they have gone and and now is so so. I don't well. So, uh, the, uh, I suppose if the Labour Party are whipped to support it, maybe some people who are very pro EU strip away. Could it? I don't know. Could it get through? It'd be closer than the May deal, it would be closer than the May deal. <laughs> I'll say that it? much. What we, I tell you, what we all really want, though, is, is, a, is a second referendum. Oh, and I so, thought you were going to say zig a zigar. Well, that's what I really, <laughs> really
2: want to do. I always thought it was Sig um, and ci- cigar we, we when, was, I, he, when he first came out. I big really cigar. want a cigar. A big
0: cigar. I thought that was quite empowering, girl power. That's good. Yeah. But it's not that. Uh, I could see Mel B with a big cigar. I
2: think there are pictures of them with cigars, actually. Cigar, cigar. Was because, that the headline? Well, you know, think? because g- girl power, so lots of male photographers went. Oh, can you put us in Secretary's outfits and smoke cigars? Yeah, yeah, that was right. girl power, wasn't <laughs> that
0: was it? girl power? Um, Sarah Wollaston is going to put down an amendment about the second referendum yeah. uh, and, a, and a people's vote. She she begin, She's basically saying it's, it won't get through the first time, and the numbers for it appear to be twelve Tories, seventy-one Labour. 50 others SNP Lib Dems so they're going to have to get another 190 votes from, from somewhere but I mean and well we'll talk about Labour
2: sorry I keep jumping in there yeah, yeah, I, yeah. on Labour. I mean it, it, you know, if Labour came out
0: yes then then your problem solved isn't it then it is problem solved yeah uh, how long would all this take if we did have a second referendum? How long would it take? It's not. I mean,
2: it's not nearly as simple as that, though, is it? I mean, because we it would require an act of parliament. Well, it would. Yeah. So that that's going to take time. Yeah. Um, you'd need a bill, basically. It would need a bill. So in the so the 2016 referendum needed a bill. You may remember. I do not yeah. even think I paid it that much attention to no. be honest when it went through. Um. I mean, may as opposed to it, obviously, the alternative is for MPs to amend another piece of legislation, which, of course, Wollaston's going to try and do. Yes. How long would it take? Well, it took seven months to get the bill through Parliament in 2016. That's amazing, isn't it? That was a full bill, though. Hmm. So if there was to be a new bill table, that is how long it would take. Yes. Um, then you've got the question, although maybe we should touch on that a little bit later. I mean, you're looking at, for a normal bill, you're looking at 12 weeks at least. That's if it passes without too much trouble. Yes. Which I guess probably this one might, because we'd say, well, this is the end of it. So guess what we'd have to do?
0: (laughs) Is it extend Article 50? It
2: is! Extend Article 50. And then we've got the referendum campaign. Yeah. The most recent was 10 weeks. There could be an argument if the Electoral Commission agreed to, to do it. Quicker because maybe we probably don't need the full 10 weeks all over again. We've basically yep. been in campaign mode for nearly three years now, haven't we? So yep. so maybe there's an argument for that. The Institute of Government says it'll take about five months.
0: Yes, yes. <clears throat> the, the University College London's Constitution Unit has said that the minimum time to, to get a bill through, have a campaign, all of this, is 22 weeks. So... Yeah. So we are really looking at from now you'd be looking at Ruining another summer October <laughs> October I mean yeah it's yeah, it's not a great time of year to have you know life. never a good
2: time of year for a referendum. Life
0: changing <clears> uh, <throat> debates is 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 not a real. it's not really good, is it, you know? Um October, November. Obviously they're time it for the college holidays to so screw it all up all, all over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and maybe just go, um, yeah, yeah. Um, so um, so timetable-wise, you need an Article 50
2: withdrawal. Uh, yeah. the, the extension to the withdrawal process needs to happen. Um, the EU would grant it, I think, but they don't have to. And yet yeah, we're looking at you know early autumn at best, I think. Well, it's incredible, isn't it? <clears throat> what would um, the question be? We've spoke about this before, but... What would the question be? And how would that question be... Decided because there are, there are lots of schools of thought. Should yeah. it be just same question again, in or out? In or out? Yeah. Should it be May's deal, No Deal, stay in, stay in, Norway? Now, should it be Norway? Should it, should it, should there be no option to remain? Should it be May's deal, No yeah. Deal, No Deal? I mean, I've been thinking that maybe that would be what May would do. Isn't it a people's vote? It's my deal or No Deal.
0: Well, May has said this before hasn't she that if there was to be she has said that it should that should be would be the only question that yeah. she could possibly say um, since we have voted to leave the EU. and I, I
2: and i don't agree with brexiteers but i can see their point when they say remain or may's deal or no deal splits the leave vote it does yeah so i can see their argument there yeah is there some way that we could split the remain vote yeah <laughs> As well. I don't know what remain and really, really remain? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> remain. This is it. I've got it. I've solved it. No deal. Yeah. Maze deal. Remain. Remain and join the euro. And join the, and join the euro. <laughs> I was just going to say. I
0: speak French. It'd be good if the question on the ballot paper was like, sort of, who was your favourite in Rainbow? <laughs> and it was George. Remember, this is a once-in-a-lifetime <laughs> vote. Was it Zippy or Bungle? It, it was went, your favourite member of the Spice Girls. Oh well,
2: my fi- Well, as, as, as that a, would be As good. a teenager, my oh, I thought you were actually asking me. to an answer? Well, I would, I would like. Well, to answer, I liked yeah. it, initially. I liked Victoria. Yeah, did you? Yeah, I, and but I think lovely smile. I think mm-hmm. you don't see it very often, do you? No. I think as a as an older man, yeah. Um, um I, I think that I quite liked what. Um, what Mel C brought to the Spice Girls Tour. Mel C, she was the best singer, wasn't she? Well, that's what I'm thinking of yeah. now. And also, I liked that she did backflips.
0: Yes, yeah, she did do backflips. And a I back liked flip. that
2: she wore those tracksuits that had poppers down the side. Oh, yeah. So you could just rip them off. <laughs>
0: Very handy. Very handy.
2: So that's why I go Mel C now. And also, she lived in the, um, in the uh, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but that incredible building that was uh, designed by the Barhouse chap. Um, on um, in Belsize Park, she lived there briefly. Oh, the white one. Easter it's Ken building, I think it's called. Very nice. Yeah, check it out. So I'm going to go Mel C.
0: You're my favourite from him was Zippy. Good, excellent. Well, that'd be good. Well, you know, if you could split the if the vote was split between George and Zippy, George and Bungle, I, I could again, see Zippy you? coming through. Um, but yeah, the question's not going to be that. No. Um, so there's tons of ideas in this. I think we've probably out- outlined them in our
2: own rambling way there, yes. haven't we?
0: Any precedents for having a second referendum? Uh
2: well not in the UK. No. Uh, but um but you know, But there are other places
0: where Ireland. Yeah, well there are other places where this isn't the idea of voting again about something is is not a... It, it's it's being portrayed here as oh my god, we we said it would we would only be asked for a vote once. But in Ireland the 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 anti-abortion thing—it was the third time they'd voted on it, wasn't it? It was,
2: and they, and they voted um, the support in two thousand and nine. They they supported the ratification of the Lisbon Treaty. They rejected it the first time. I was asking, do you know what the do you know what the, the reasoning for having that second referendum was in Ireland? No, to be sure, to be sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're good, we're sure. <laughs> I have Irish heritage. Well, Irish listeners, it's fine. Feel free it's to fine. write to your <laughs> MP. Um, I apologise. Um, and um, so, so yes, yeah, so and I think that I was even wondering the other night whether we would the, the new European would be the, the the thing it is whether you'd be listening to this podcast now if you've not just turned off. Of, um, because of that joke um, if you would be listening to this podcast now if we hadn't put in stupid things like this is a once in a lifetime referendum yeah. and will be your only chance yeah. to vote on this yeah, yeah. Um, and and you could quite reasonably have, we could quite reasonably have done some deal by now and be out of the EU and then in 10 years we could have gone actually is it, has this worked out for us in 5 years as it works out all right? Yeah. Uh, well, do and you know what I did at lunchtime? Stand these people. So, and it said on here that. <laughs> well, what I did at lunchtime was return a gift.
2: You returned a gift, and uh, that was because I had no use for it. What was it? A, a woman's blouse.
0: A woman's <laughs> blouse. <laughs> Another fascinating insight into the home life of Richard Porritt.
2: But, but when it was purchased, it wasn't like, that's the end. You now have to wear this blouse for the rest of your life. <laughs> was it? No, it wasn't. Yeah. And with that, Jerry's waiting outside.
1: Stay angry. Fight Brexit. Subscribe to The New European. Your first 13 issues of The New European are only £13 when you join us and become a subscriber. Order by telephone by calling 01858... Four three eight eight four zero, and quoting podcast one or order online at our website www.theneweuropean.co.uk. Stay angry. Fight Brexit. Subscribe to the New European.
2: Welcome back. Jerry is with us.
1: I'm here.
2: I think this might be a bit echo. We've been, <laughs> we've been kicked out of the normal studio. Echo! Oh um, so if there is an echo, what we also have in here. The wobble board, which for some reason has fallen out of fashion in recent years. I've seen a but wobble board for a
1: while. I do not think
2: what that might be. But anyway, listen, live with us on the echo. I apologise for it. It's a
1: professional
2: outfit here at the New European Podcast. There you go. We're going to talk about Labour. I've been dying to talk about Labour throughout um, mine and Steve's chat about the, the week's news because, again, I've been annoyed by them.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, why don't I outline my annoyance? Yes. They've spent weeks saying we are going to pick exactly the right moment to intervene and call a motion of no confidence, and then they picked exactly the wrong moment. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah, completely. They've been building it up, building it up, and they everyone's been calling for doing it. Like, no, be patient, we'll do it when it's the right time. They've completely screwed it up.
2: So what I think they should have done, and um, tell me if you agree, is waited until Monday, and waited until we had got a bit more of a, a firm plan as to what was going to happen. So, OK, as it turns out, we now know that Leadsom is going to go to the house on Monday and basically say, we're going to have a vote on the 29th. Yeah. They could have built that up if they'd wanted, or they could have even waited until after the 29th.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think, in a way, choosing the time they did almost strengthened her, to oh, be absolutely. honest. absolutely. Because... Then she'd say, well, you know, I've, I've survived this no-confidence vote now, now I'm going to come back with my new plan, it's all we can really do. Whereas if they'd let her kind of flounder a bit, come back with that new plan, and then hit her with it, they would have been in a much stronger position.
2: And all the time they said, and it would have been better for them as well, yeah. or at least better for top brass, because they've been saying that they... Uh, won a general election, mm-hmm. uh, now they've done a typical Theresa May, actually, and painted themselves into a corner whereby they have got no choice over them backing a people's vote, or they are definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, going against the wishes of the members of the party.
1: Yeah, absolutely, because, obviously, as soon as they played that no-confidence card, all attention was going to turn on to, well, what are you going to do now, then? Because she was never going to lose it, was no, she? No, you know, I know Not I agree that they stage. had to do it, and I agree they should have done it, but... Well,
2: I, I think I think I think there there is a chance that they I mean it was actually quite close I mean we all knew that she had the numbers but yeah. it was far closer than May's May's uh, Brexit deal sure, yeah. but, but I think if if they could have kept their powder dry, having kept it dry for so long, when people have been screaming for them to do it for, for weeks and they haven't done it and they've shown the restraint and they've said, probably quite rightly, now's not the right time, but when the time is right, we'll do it, to actually then get the time wrong is nonsensical. And if they, if they had have waited until May potentially fell down again and potentially was defeated again, then maybe they would have got those 30-odd votes that they needed. I'm not sure.
1: No, absolutely. I mean, I think if she would have come back... You know next week with a plan that completely you know annoyed all those in her own party who were going against her anyway, it might have been the final straw for them to go. Actually, do you know what? If
2: this is the only way to get her out, exactly, then, let's do it. then yeah. yeah.
1: But no, I think I think it was completely wrong time, and I find myself again at the stage where I'm almost like screaming in it's frustration. Just, it's at it's like <laughs> and, lots yeah. of
2: people I know know about emojis often send me that emoji with someone with his, he- his head, and like yes. that. that I thought it was a good thing. I thought it was like a, like a high-five on your forehead. <laughs> How
1: you high-five.
2: <laughs> but it's not. It's getting slapped in your forehead or something, yeah. isn't it? What is it, like a head in hand? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Jeremy Corbyn, if he had an emoji, that would be it. it
1: would be that
2: one. What about his performance in response to Theresa May after the defeat? When he called the motion of no confidence.
1: Yeah, so... <sighs> I'm, I'm again I'm finding myself disappointed and when you look at the statement that Theresa May came made on um, Wednesday night which as ever was a damp squib there was a pot shot of him in there wasn't there when she said she'd been meeting for all the party leaders but not him yeah and I get it I get why he's doing that because he says that you know, no deal needs to be off the table, uh-huh. but I don't think it's a good look for him either. No. I think again, he. I don't think it's
2: a good look for anyone. No,
1: no one's coming out of this well. They are really
2: they? aren't. They really. I, I mean, apart from Ken Clark who already came in with high sure. stock, um, but <laughs> and and possibly Dominic Grieve, mm. n- no one is coming out of this mess looking good. Perhaps no. uh, uh, us.
1: <laughs> Always.
2: <laughs> but yes, I agree. And and. But I if just... we're talking
1: about Corbyn specifically, yeah. I think you know for. For her to then say that she's going to work cross-party, which, honestly, she should have done 30 months ago, but fine, she to yeah, yeah, do yeah. it now, let's go with it, and for Corbyn not to come to the table, I think is childish, to be honest.
2: Well, I mean, i tell you what, it's very much like the in-out referendum debate all over again, yeah, because absolutely. wouldn't it be better to be round the table arguing your cause, you know, pissing out the tent?
1: Rule makers, not rule takers.
2: There you go. Well, I, I mean, I despair about Labour, and I'm pretty—you know—my thoughts on Keir Starmer. I've got a very deep man crush on, yes. um, and I try to style my hair, and try to style my hair in a similar manner to his, hoping that he might notice. Not <laughs> <laughs> right, yet, yeah. um, but I, I think that he also will be despairing of this. Yes, uh, and, and and even John McDonnell seems to be starting to get to the end of his tether. How once. Well, goodness knows. Well, I think me and Steve have decided that we are extending Article Fifty by hook or mm-hmm. by crook, even if it takes us to do it. Um, <laughs> but when we get, or when we get somewhere closer to the line, or get some kind of clarity, and God, please soon. Do you think that it, there is a possibility that John McDonnell or someone else would would raise that challenge against Corbyn, or maybe have a quiet word? Potentially,
1: I, I think because the, dis- the polling's not good. No, well,
2: I was going to say, the disappointing
1: thing at the moment, isn't it? Is that <clears throat> There are only, what, 70-odd Labour MPs publicly saying they back a people's vote. I think if that number got up to 100, maybe. But I think it's, it's just so difficult, and they're just so divided. The whole, the whole party's divided, as the Tories are, as everyone is. I think it does have to get to a stage where someone has a quiet word...
2: With Corbyn, though, I mean, to yeah. go, I mean to good. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm.
1: Absolutely, but I don't think he will. I think he's just but as if, stubborn as May.
2: Yes, but I think what what might spook him is if you know, McDonald commands a lot of support from that momentum grassroots yeah, that got. So, so then you would re, then potentially you've got a challenge between you know two t- t- um, very electable left of. Labour candidates, mm-hmm. which he's never, he's never had before, it would be a proper challenge to Corbyn if McDonald stood against him.
1: It would. And, I, but I, and, I and that mean, would
2: spook Corbyn. It
1: would, especially because of their long standing friendship. I know it sounds like something that wouldn't necessarily matter, lo- it, but.
2: It's a long standing friendship that is very, very, very um, under strain yeah, in the last
1: absolutely. 12 months. Absolutely. I think that would be, you're right, it would spook him a lot for those reasons, as well as the kind of, you know, the actual political challenge. I think what's happened like
2: with. When, you know you speak to these people as well but I think what has happened with regards to John and Jeremy is that um, they were friends because they were the only two that were that extreme and that that far left yeah and they were fighting against the man and now they are the man
1: yeah
2: and I think McDonnell actually has pulled himself together in the last 18 months and actually now sounds like a a reasonably reasonable um, lefty MP yeah Do you agree?
1: I do.
2: So we are saying John McDonough for That's
1: Not what I'm saying at all. (laughs) (laughs) Back me into a corner.
2: (laughs) Come on, comrade. Is that
1: the only reason we're friends as well? (laughs)
2: Sure, because we're both mad lefties. Yeah. Well, I'm not a mad lefty, I don't know about you. I'm I'm just mad. Mm. (laughs) Um, So what next for Labour then?
1: Oh god! They just have to
2: wait again, yeah. don't they?
1: Don't yeah. What? What can they
2: uh, do? What, another no confidence vote? Do they just carry on doing these until perhaps someone gets the maths wrong? And <laughs>
1: I could see them doing no confidence vote after no confidence vote.
2: It's childish though, isn't it? Yeah, it's
1: ridiculous. It's a bit like,
2: a bit like when you copy when you you and your brother or sister are having a fight and you just copy them all the time.
1: <laughs>
2: I can see you doing that. I can see
1: you doing that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, God. <laughs> uh, never mind. Um, <coughs> but it is a bit like that. It's just annoying, just prodding them. Yeah. Oh, I could have got to do this again.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't see them backing a second referendum. Um, they're going to keep going for a general election, aren't they? But I mean, that's
2: really damaging, actually, to Jeremy. Yeah. Because he he came in on different kind of politics and li- listened to the members, and yeah. this is a party that is democratic and, and the members form the rules, yeah. unless I don't like them. Yeah, 100%. Well... There you go. The left always say give power to the people until they've got the power themselves. Jerry Scott, a pleasure as always. Thank you.
0: Brexiteer of the Week.
2: Welcome back, Steve. It is that time of the week once more. Please do the honours and crown a Brexiteer of the Week.
0: Well, let's start with Sir Edward Lee. <laughs> uh, because in October... Uh, Sir Redwood Lee, Tory MP for Gainsborough, he, he backed the stand-up for Brexit campaign against Chequers. Yeah. Uh, and on Tuesday night, he voted for, essentially, Chequers, didn't oh. he? Um, and uh, and I don't know what could have changed his mind, but it, it, obviously it is definitely not the fact that at 4.30 on the Friday before Christmas he was appointed to the Privy Council. Nah. I don't know how much you know about the Privy Council. I mean it. Uh, yeah you are in it you are it's a prestigious job isn't it Oh it's largely ceremonial I thought you said
2: parish council Oh <laughs> we we don't even get to worry about bins It's uh it's it's a prestigious role it's ceremon. very
0: it's, it's largely ceremonial it's a job for yeah. life Yeah there's no, I don't think there's any dough attached, but I think you probably get a nice lunch or two, don't you? I would have thought so. Uh, and it's about there are about 600 senior politicians yeah, yeah. in the, the Privy Council. Yeah, yeah. I'm if former. you're in the Privy Council, you get to um, be called Right Honourable, mm-hmm. don't you? Right. And you basically get to formally advise the Queen on. But it's you know you don't get to sit with the Queen and go. I think you should do this, you man, I think you should change your hair. <laughs> it's
2: done uh, through. It's done through. Um, through uh sms messaging
0: basically you're in a whatsapp group with the queen aren't you now um so uh, it's a good thing to do it gives you extra kudos in and outside of the house as i say there's you know i'm sure there is a good lunch to be had out of it you do get direct access to the queen so you get to go to a few garden parties and stuff like this when
2: you're in nightclubs and you tell people you're a privy councillor, yeah sometimes they think you said pervy (laughs) councillor.
0: That's right. <laughs> it's uh, gone the wrong way a few times for me. It, exactly, yes. Um, so, uh, And then Sir Edward Lee issued a statement, a brilliant statement, saying it definitely, I am not voting with the government, definitely, definitely not, uh, just because I've been made a member of the Privy Council. And it was a great statement, this. He did it in beautiful uh, calligraphy-style Font that, he, that he'd used it was like it was like actually like it, it was an invitation to a garden party <laughs> uh, oddly enough oh, wow. uh, and he said uh, I'm definitely definitely not and then he said actually I'm thinking of voting against it uh, the, the bill in the first place and then he voted for it so uh, well done to Sir Edward Lee incorruptible that's <laughs> it. I would say. Uh, we talked about Boris Johnson before and uh, and Boris Johnson being mocked by Isabel Oakeshop. Uh Before that, um, he, he was... Uh, before the vote, he was on LBC uh, and it went really well. Um, uh, Nick Ferrari was interviewing him and Nick Ferrari said, well, you keep saying that Brexit's having no effect on uh, on British business. What about... Um, what about uh, re- these redundancies that are coming up at, at Jaguar Land Rover and Boris Johnson said oh, well I'll tell you about these um, redundancies, they're all to do with diesel mm-hmm. the crisis of diesel mm-hmm. and, uh, and the markets in China and that's why they're doing the redundancies Nick Ferrari then quoted Ralph, Sp- Ralph Speth who is the boss of uh, Jaguar Land Rover? Saying that no, the redundancies were in fact because of the threat of a hard Brexit, and a hard Brexit would do serious damage to British industry for decades uh, to come. Uh, companies will disappear, plants will close. Uh, and Nick Ferrari then said, I think he, I would suggest that Ralph Speth knows more about car manufacturing than you do. And Boris Johnson said, That's an interesting point. I'm not certain that he does. Yeah, And of course, he probably doesn't, does he? Because he's only the chairman of Jaguar Land Rover. <laughs> Whereas Boris Johnson has probably been in a Jaguar and a Land Rover. Do you think he's done it in a Land Rover? He probably has, hasn't he? Mucky Pop, isn't he? Oh, goodness. Uh, probably, but anyway, probably. the country's had enough of experts like Boris Johnson, Absolutely. who's now viewed as unfavourable by 43% of voters in the latest YouGov poll. When is Apple Day? Uh, every day is Apple Day. <laughs> Uh, it always seems to be Apple Day when I tune into The Archers. It's Apple Day. it's obsessed with it. It, with it seems arches. to come earlier and earlier every every year, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, the Yellow vests are next. Um, have you seen that some people have started calling them the Neon Nazis, which I think is quite good. Oh my God, uh, these people are!
2: I, I could screen. They were they were picketing the Press Association, weren't they? Did you see those pictures? Yes, they were. Yeah, idiots. They're fools, aren't they?
0: Did you see the list of things they stand for? Well, this is what I'm coming to, because they've, put out, they've been handing out to, to people in Westminster, they've been handing out a leaflet, but it's not even a leaflet, it's a piece of paper, and it's headed, UK Yellow Vests, and what we stand for, four exclamation marks, picture of a yellow high-vis jacket, just in case you didn't get it. What we stand for. This, these are the things that it says we stand for. It starts well. Our- Justice for our boys. We! Brexit. ooh. Child abuse. What? Abuse of children in the system. What? They've got. So they've got this wrong, haven't they? they? Some of these... These these are things we're concerned about. But instead they support... They support them? These are things we stand for. Homelessness. Veteran what? suicide. You see, the homelessness thing could go either way. adoption. What even is that? Universal credit sanctions. They're for that. Eh? People starving... Pensioners they living for, in poverty. Are they for, are they for starving? Wrongful arrests. Them? Death in custody. Charity corruption. Justice system corruption. Corrupt police. Corrupt politicians. <laughs> Fake news. Fake laws. Greedy bankers. And corrupt governments. And at the bottom it says, and many more. <laughs> so there. There are some ones that, okay, well, clearly, clearly, I, 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 you know,
2: th- these people are obviously yeah. utterly stupid. Yes. They are but I doubt that they are really going. What do we want? Child abuse. Yeah. When do we want it now? We, I, I exactly. presume they I are opposed then, to child abuse I and have got they, that wrong. I but when it comes to when it comes to people starving, I mean, they might well be in favour of that. Certain people. <laughs> so, I, so I'm, 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 I'm. They need to perhaps just nail that list down a bit. So the breakfaster of
0: the week, however, is Neil Warnock, who is former Huddersfield Town manager, former Huddersfield Town manager, Cardiff City's uh, current manager. Uh, in the Premier League. I once fell out with Neil Warnock when I used to write a a gossip column about football and I did a story about him which I knew to be true. Right. Um, (laughs) Or I was told by several sources was true. um, But he... What was the story? He phoned up... Are you allowed uh, to tell us? I can't say. Oh, God. But he phoned up to to complain very strongly and we... Were um, we? I think our view was that the people that told us that this story, true story was true would not stand up in court, and so oh. we, and so we, I think we didn't actually run the story in the end. Oh. Uh, and anyway, uh, I saw him about six months later and said, uh, Is it everything all right between us now? Uh, considering that story, and he said, What you did, what you did, son, was an absolute disgrace, I he, he swore, he said it was an absolute, total disgrace, completely untrue. Yeah. And then he said, what was it again? <laughs> and then I repeated what it was to him and he sort of went, hoo, 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 hoo. there you go. Anyway, right. so um, Neil Warnock, uh, he was discussing a nil-nil draw with Huddersfield Town, wasn't he? Uh, and we, and uh, we were celebrating late into the night. <laughs> and uh, the, exactly, dancing in the streets. <laughs> <the laughs> Of Murfield. no, to the field And he said, uh, somebody asked him about Brexit, and he said, I don't know why politicians don't see what the country wants. They had a referendum, and now we see different politicians trying to put their foot in it. I can't wait to get out of the EU, if I'm honest. We'll be far better out of the bloody thing. To hell with the rest of the world. <laughs> Build up in you to hell with you to hell with the rest of the world. Some people just
2: like to watch the world burn exactly, like yes. and
0: so- uh, yeah, and um. It didn't go down extremely well, did it? This with um, to hell with the rest of the world with hell his club's with Malaysian world. owner Vincent Tan <laughs> and Mehmet Dalman, who is the chairman of the club, who's born in Cyprus. Uh, uh, so uh, and, as,
2: as a policy, it is one,
0: and I'm not sure it went down well with their ten non-British players, and I'm not sure that it's really helped Tan and Mehmet Dalman to attract new players in the transfer window which of course uh, shuts on the 31st of January in Cardiff uh, very much among the relegation strugglers and desperate to get players in from uh, from the the, uh, the rest of the world so uh, so yeah so Cardiff issued a statement didn't they uh, disassociating themselves from Neil Warnock's remarks and uh, at <laughs> this surprised. point it's worth remembering that uh, Neil Warnock's name is an anagram of Colin w- i'm
2: gonna to have to bleep that out so maybe it's an anagram of colin w-a-n-k-e-r
0: that's right <laughs> yes it is uh so neil warnock or colin w-n-a-k-e-r is the uh BRE, oh no i'm not going to do it brexiteer of the week and that was andrew wk's full name actually <laughs> what should the listener do right now give us a lovely review on your podcatcher of choice you can um, you can go to Facebook and join the New European Readers Group. Uh, you can just like us on Facebook. You can follow the New European on Twitter at the New European. You can follow me on Twitter at Sanglesey. S A N G L E S E Y. You can follow me at Porrit, P-O-R-R-I-T-T.
2: That was the New European podcast. Thank you so much for listening. It means an immense amount to us that you go to the trouble of doing so. If you haven't already, go and buy the paper. It's £2.50. It is in all good news agents now. Obviously, there's tons of Brexit. Obviously, there's tons of politics. But there's lots of great culture, arts, the works. It's all in there, and it's very good. We will be back next week. Until then, Mr Campbell, play your bagpipes. Here you go.